0: Welcome back to the podcast as we continue on this series, A New Routine Equals a New Life. And we've been talking about habits, just some of them big, some of them smaller, habits that we can change every day that can make a huge difference. And as I had mentioned yesterday, it's not in actually every day. It's not the big things, but the little things you do every day that are going to make the biggest difference for you in terms of your productivity, your clarity of mind, your energy levels and a multitude of other things, and overall, really, your health. So, remember, you're a machine, okay? And that machine is going to run according to the way that you maintain it. Everything from exercise and sleeping right, which we have talked about, to, you know, uh, taking time out for you, and making sure that you are using your time to the most effective level and not wasting time in front of the TV or video games, etc., etc., These are all things that can contribute to um, either helping us to become more um, successful and feel better about ourselves, but also even having that health, possessing that health, and being able to live out a quality of life that is is not going to be something you regret. Okay, Um, And the pain of discipline is... Uh, better than the pain of regret, and we don't want to get five, ten years down the road, twenty years down the road, and and look back and wish we had done things differently. So uh, evaluate evaluate yourself objectively and honestly, and make some decisions based on this series. Now, if you if you've missed any of it, I would encourage you to go back with a pen and paper in hand, or if you've been listening but haven't had a chance to take notes, I would encourage you to do that as well, because that this is this could be life changing for you. And I have many, many, many clients who have gotten the same advice through my book. Uh, which was your journey to greatness through a team is now reframe and rewire, which is soon to be released, and and, and it's impacting their lives in huge ways. Not just because I want to sell you a book, but just because this is sound advice that can really renovate how you can live and breathe. And and honestly, um, if you're listening to this series, you don't even need to buy the book. Just uh, just walk through it, take enough notes that you can walk away with enough tangible, practical stuff that you can implement and change your life. All right, so I want to touch briefly on um, those things that, that steal from us. And then we're going to get into some other habits that I feel are incredibly important to adopt. Simple, small tweaks and hacks during your workday day or, or during your every day that can make a huge impact. Okay, So the brain is not equipped to provide clear creative focus when it's distracted all the time by people, calls, notifications, and other interruptions. Distractions can seriously infringe upon our creativity and our ability to accomplish projects that require our full attention. In other words, we need to be able to get in the zone to get something done in a in a very um, in a very creative and effective way. In fact, when there's too many distractions, resulting distractions can produce multiple, even detrimental mistakes that compounds our workload, our frustration, and we're likely to make more errors. Okay, so um, according to an article published in adweek.com, this is three years ago, in 2017, actually, I guess four years ago, uh, showed that we spend an average of two hours per day on social media platforms. I think it's up more since that time. But let's just say roughly 40 minutes on YouTube, 35 on Facebook, 25 on Snapchat, 15 on Instagram, one minute on Twitter. Now we have even more platforms out there, so don't get to add those in there as well. But if we just go by this average that I'm giving you right now that's older... Um, And you add it up, okay, that's a total of five years and four months in a lifetime. Add that to the addiction of television, which is an average of seven years and eight months. Now you've lost 13 years of your life. What for? What have you got to show for it? We need to take time out, okay? When you're working on projects, learn to develop a habit of shutting it off and unplugging. You know, if necessary, put your phone in a whole other room so you don't even hear the notifications or are tempted to grab it and look at it, okay? Okay. You can have specific check times where it's okay to check it, maybe like 10, 12, 2, and 5. Um, devices are created to serve us. They sh- we should not be serving them. And when you're, when you're with family or people you care about, you know, uh, uh, schedule your biggest tasks early in, in the morning so that you have time for them later on. Get things done and, and devote your time and attention to them when they're with you. Okay. Um, so this is really important to remember. Now, I want to move on to uh, these, these habits I mentioned to you. And I might only get wait, maybe one or two in today, and then we'll get some more in tomorrow. But uh, one of the things that I see people doing a lot, uh, and, and I've been guilty of it myself before, is sitting in front of the computer too long. Okay, You should really take walk breaks every 60 to 90 minutes. Stepping away from projects every 60 to 90 minutes actually starts oxygen flowing to your brain again, which gives you more creativity. Okay, It also recharges and refreshes you. Uh, the breaks can trigger an onset of endorphins that renew zeal and help you to do better with long projects. Even a 10 to 20 minute walk can increase brain activity, boost our immune system, and increase cognitive function. So 60 to 90 minutes should be the rule of thumb. And if you stick to it, I think you'll notice a big difference in your, in your longevity in working, especially if you're in, in front of the computer a lot. And nowadays, with everything that's going on with COVID, that is the case for many of us. Um, The next one is evaluate length of meetings. Now, this is true with both virtual and in-person meetings. Uh, But, you know, we have a tendency to think a meeting needs to be an hour or a half an hour or an hour and a half or whatever. There is no rule of thumb when it comes to meetings. In fact, I've I've uh, coached many executives and I have told them, look, assess how much time you actually need to be there in a specific meeting. It might be that you only need to be there five or ten minutes of the time. You don't need to be there for the whole meeting. So ask permission or ask whoever, or if you're in charge, maybe tell them that you're going to come between this time and that time or ask when I need to be there, all right? So, you know, how much time do you actually need me to be there present and they might say, well, we want you here for this part. So, okay, so what is that, 15 minutes, 20 minutes? Schedule your time in and then leave the meeting. That way you've got more time to work on the things that you need to work on. There's no reason why all of this huge group needs to be in the room all at the same time in this huge one-hour meeting or half-hour meeting when they're not needed for the entire thing, okay? Um, I, I had suggested this to a client a while back, and, and they discovered that, that most of the one-hour meetings, she only needed there like 5-10 minutes, well, when she asked, which is where it starts, right, just ask, um, then they allowed her to come in for that, those slots instead of staying there for the whole hour on most of the meetings. Obviously, some she couldn't. All right, that's all we have time for today. We'll come back tomorrow with a few more tips and ideas and habits that you can form that will help you to be more productive, get more done, feel better, and live a healthier existence, as well as launching this year off with a new routine that turns into a new life. This is Michelle Stuffis, your journey to greatness through routine. Thank you for joining me.